0: Block Talk Radio Hey, okay, welcome. This is the uh, the Fitness Bootcamp Inner Circle podcast, and I'm really excited to be here. Uh, this is a show dedicated to the advancement and development of independent fitness entrepreneurs, utilizing the dynamic and ever-changing group training business model, which is commonly known as boot camps, and um, you know can, uh, could also be called athletic camps. It's, they're found everywhere from parks and gymnastics facilities to standalone warehouse gyms and personal training studios and it might even include our cousins in the CrossFit world so that's a bit of a stretch but uh we uh, they they are a very similar business model so they're welcome here too and my name's Jesse Stoddard I'm going to be your host and um I firmly believe that we are the wave of the future in fitness Uh, and and revolutionizing the fitness industry, and the facts are that we have a better way, so let's go tell the world. So with this show today, I'm excited to say this is our very first show, and um, I've got a special guest on the line. Georgette, are you still with me? I am. Yes, I am. Awesome. Awesome, thanks. All right, it worked. Technology, it's cool. So, uh, Georgette, I'm really excited uh, to have her on the line. And, and just for anybody that's listening right now, I just want to quickly give you an introduction. And um, Georgette is actually—I'm excited because she's actually one of my early mentors. Uh, and um, she is the owner of Nutra Fitness Bootcamps, and also a host of other awesome businesses that help uh, personal trainers and bootcamp owners and uh, people interested. In the boot camps, like Sure Victory Fitness Boot Camp Club, and um, the uh, also the athletic uh, or the um, sorry the Sure Results, the Ultimate Book of Boot Camp Workouts, she's got a great series of workouts, and um, she's the owner of several different websites, uh, thefitnessbootcampworkout.com. Uh, you know thefitnessbootcamp.com, nutrafitness.com, and thefitnessbootcampinnercircle.com. And so, and by the way, if you want more information uh, about uh, uh, boot camps and and to get the, uh, uh, we're going to be posting the recordings of these of these uh, podcasts on the fitness bootcamp. Club dot com, which is the blog, with, with I I got to say thousands of dollars worth of free information. It probably should be paid for, but it's she she's nice enough to have it all free. And if you want to go straight to becoming a VIP member, she's got the Fitness Bootcamp Inner dot com. So the Fitness Bootcamp Club dot com is the blog, and that's where you can find a lot of great information on on boot camps and and workouts and all kinds of things. So um with that being said uh let's uh let's get down to business for today um the first thing georgette that I wanted to just talk about with you and i know i didn't we didn't we don't really have this scripted this is kind of all live and and um so I guess we'll just have a conversation about it and see where it goes. but the first question that I thought would be really good to start with would was, was uh how and why did you get started doing boot camps
1: okay um yeah, I like these off-the-cuff type of interviews. Um, actually, why I got started was I just found out about boot camps somehow on probably online. We're talking about a decade ago, and I liked the concept and I wanted. I thought it was innovative, and I, I wanted to bring it to my area, which didn't have any boot camps and, and it actually didn't even have any studios. So it was a very new. Um, innovative type of training, and I liked it, you know, and I I thought, well, let me me see if I could bring this to my area and opened up a studio at the same time. So I was bringing actually two new things to my area, and um, that could be good, and that has its pros, definitely, being first, and then it has its cons, (laughs) which nobody knows what it is. So, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I like and where where
0: did you What's your area by the way Where did you start this Just so that everybody knows What, what area were you bringing boot camps to And training studio to
1: I'm in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania Which is um, In the Pocono region It might It's about three hours from New York City One way and three hours um, North of Philadelphia In a different You know Different way so,
0: so it's not it's, exactly in the big city.
1: <laughs> not exactly. Actually, it's at a very elderly population. It has uh-huh. one of the highest, uh, you know, aside from Florida, which is probably Florida and Arizona, but it does have a high um, elderly population and a little bit behind the times, you know, as far as internet and online stuff it's catching up I mean it, we're talking a decade ago now huh yeah it is catching up but you know we, we tried it we tried to get off the ground with just I had a business partner we were both working out of goals, Jim and we opened up our studio across the street from Gold's Jim at the time <laughs> who is now out of business oh wow that's gutsy <laughs> well you know No, because we we were across the street from a park, which was a city park, and we were uh, really across the street from the golf gym, but we weren't a gym. We were a studio. It's like McDonald's and Burger King are right next to each other, too. Exactly.
0: Uh, Good point. Yeah.
1: No, they sell the same things, actually, but we we didn't. We were were one-on-one training and boot camps, and that's what we wanted, so... We started our boot camp with, well, actually, we did a dry run with one of our clients. (laughs) She wanted to be a guinea pig, which was great, you know, and um, we started that way, and we we lived and learned. (laughs) We changed a lot of things since then. You know, Uh we were outside uh, entirely in the beginning. And we, that's now, did you just
0: start with the one client, literally? Like the one client was, you know, basically it was a one-client boot camp?
1: Well, it was a trial. We were, we were talking about doing this and, you know, conversations with clients, and the one said, I'll be your, if you want to practice? <laughs> I'll do a boot camp instead of the one-on-ones. So you could, and that's what uh, my business partner actually did do that. With her, I wasn't in on that. but when we as far as teaching goes when we first got started we that was an informal start. Then we started the boot camps just with word of mouth um i think a newspaper free couple of free things in in newspapers back then it was it was a new business you were allowed a new you were allowed a free ad um, mm. yeah i there were some local papers that were just like the, they were just like uh entertainment type of uh newspapers that are free that you could post you know what's happening things to do hmm. type of thing um,
0: yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: it was, the first camp is obviously the hardest one to <laughs> to get your clients in, into, but you know. We we did it, I guess, with the, with our existing clients, word of mouth, a little bit of advertising, and and that that was basically basically it. <laughs> and eventually, we did get eight people in our very first boot camp, and it was all outdoors. Wow. Yeah.
0: What were some of the uh, what were some of the early mistakes you made or challenges you faced that you had to overcome?
1: Well, aside from filling the first camp, which is a challenge for anybody um, or the biggest, you know, hurdle to, to get in, there was a lot of things that were not available at that time. There were no daily deals, which would have been a great thing to run, you know, to, for your first camp.
0: And, and by daily have, deal, I'm, you're, you're meaning like Groupons and Living Socials and all those kind of things.
1: Yeah, that would be a good idea if you're just starting a camp and you want to try and fill your first camp, that would have been a great idea. But, hey, they weren't there. <laughs> Those things weren't available. Um, some of the early things, I think a lot of it, we were all outdoors, and it was, you know, no, that's tough. I found that to be a hurdle, to be honest, because it was either too hot or too cold. Um, and there was always, there's the equipment Bringing the equipment to the park type type of thing, we, we were kind of t- learning as we went along in the beginning too. Not that we didn't do it for a, I think practically a whole e- well, a year at least we were all indoors. Then we went indoors so, so we didn't we kind of thought we can go outdoors anytime we want. in fact, sometimes we still do, like if it's half the class, it's, the weather's nice, we'll do half of it indoors and then. Finish it up outdoors, but um, client feedback was extremely important. So <laughs> we were getting the hint. <laughs> I didn't know the, the majority did not really care for the outdoors. It was, it was one excuse or another. So <laughs> we took it in. You know, and that's, you know, we've been doing that ever since. The second thing I found out was we were also doing four weeks take a week off. I think I was the first one in this, you know, back in 2006 to say, you know what, that's a dumb idea. Why are we taking a week off? Because because it was said online to take, you know, know, take a week off. And I thought, you know, I don't like the idea. Well, lo and behold, again, client feedback came back that, you know, we don't want to stop. So that's when I said, You know, that really, I thought it was a dumb idea, but now you just, you know, you just convinced me. So, we had (laughs) stopped that back in 2006, and we just went, you know, continually, because it was almost like you had to re-sign up everybody. You know, they they, Mm. they go for a week, and then you had to try and sell them on on it again. We've changed a lot with that. Now we sell, like, packages, you know, three months, six months, Um, you know, do debit monthly, even if they buy the three-month, which to them is the most popular package that we have. So that was, you know, we came from taking a week off to now having, you know, selling three-month packages. And, um, you know, that was, there were the two, there were the two things that stand out to me as, you know, making changes. I was, even with the workouts, they've evolved too, you know, We started off with certain – everything was on paper just to be safe. Mm. So we weren't winging it. We had, you know, everything written down for a couple months in advance. But when you go to do something, it's a lot different than on paper, and some things didn't quite work out, especially you don't know what kind of group you're going to have. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, I I call that uh, having to call an audible, like a a uh, quarterback – you got to call it audible. Like every every ten minutes, you're like, nope, that's not gonna work. The idea looked good on paper, but that's not happening in reality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess those stories about that. We we tried using a dowel one time. You know, partner kind of exercise with a, <laughs> a dowel. Oh boy, some of the <laughs> some of the partners were like flinging people up in the air, and others weren't budging. <laughs> so I was like blasting <laughs> our heads up. But you know, we definitely audible that. So in a a boot camp situation, you will be thinking on your feet constantly. and We were co-running them, so, you know, at least there was Let me ask
0: you a couple questions on that uh, just before we move on. You know, when you first went indoors, you said you were outdoors for a while and you went indoors. You had your studio at the time, so you just brought it right back in. Is that how you did it?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And was that a was that a little studio? Was it was it cramped? You know, trying to fit everybody in there. Or did you have plenty of room, or how did that work?
1: Our well, first studio, we had um uh we were in our original space that we were in. We're still in the same building. We just moved to a different space. But the first space we were in was was odd. It was in, like an a little bit a little L shape. Well, that was kind of odd, and it was a little bit cramped. It wasn't. Wasn't conducive to over twenty, you know. Now we have a, a warehouse type look, or it was a physical therapy place that they moved inside the building as well, and we took over their space. More wide open, so there's no L's. It's just you know a rectangle, and um, that was a better, much better space.
0: Uh, A lot of the new trainers that I talk to, some of them are, are, you know, the the biggest fear is like, how do I even get a space? And I was just curious for you, was that, uh, were you guys, you know, was that a financial burden? Was it really expensive? Were you you at all panicked or anything to try to cover the rent? Or did you, had you saved up beforehand to get it? Or what was your situation?
1: Uh, No, you know, I wasn't real panicked because it was a, once again, it was a connection. It was a client, somebody that uh, we knew from the gym, who was who knew some, I don't know who knew somebody or it was related to somebody who owned this building across the street, and there was space available in that building, and they did give us a deal, you know, to get started. So I think it was a thousand a month. So you know, and with the contract and. And all of that, it really didn't go up, you know, that much right away. So it was kind of a little bit of, you know, a deal. You no, know, through a client who was either related or knew the person, and that's how we did it. Not to say we didn't look; we looked at other places, but actually, this was really kind of a no-brainer. You know, the space was was affordable. You know, it was conducive. And, um, it was so
0: a, I, good networking then. You knew somebody, which was good. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, have, I mean, you really have to kind of know. If, if you don't know somebody, you know somebody who knows somebody. So it was, you really do have to do that. I mean, we all know plenty of people, So you know, whether they're clients or not. You start asking around. You know, and the next thing you know, we had a real, we had a group of a real, a small real estate uh, office, very small, tiny. They had started doing the boot camps. I mean, if we needed to, we we tried moving a couple times, but then we lucked out and got a bigger place within our own building, which was a lot easier, and um, especially for the move. But you know, you start to widen your network, so. At that point, once you're off the ground, then you're even you're even in a better position. You know, you have if you have more clients, a bunch of clients, somebody knows somebody who knows somebody, and um, you know, it beats just looking in the paper and hunting.
0: I think uh, I hope everybody listening picked up on on what you just said there, Georgette, about uh, networking, knowing somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. That is so critical. What, and um, that's a great lesson right there. Most most small business people or people trying to become a small business independent entrepreneur, the first thing they're doing is thinking they got to take out a big giant you know, ad in the yellow pages kind of thing with their name and logo and, and they've got to spend top dollar on expensive rent. And so, uh, yeah, what you just said probably could have saved, saved somebody years of headache and, and lots of money. <laughs> so another question I have for you is what is, um, you know, if you had to start all over, what would you do differently?
1: Well, that's a tough one. Honestly, I had kind of a little bit answered that, you know, with as far as, uh, programming and uh, setup of the, of even the uh, boot camps with the week off and things like that. I would, you know, those things I would have done differently ha, had I known that it was ridiculously dumb <laughs> to take a week off and have to resell everybody on the boot camps. Uh, I would have done packages from the beginning, with uh, EFT, which we did have a credit card, right? Pretty early on, you know, we were accepting credit cards, but um, we weren't debiting monthly. We were kind of doing monthly boot camps, period, and it was having to resell everybody. So I would definitely package. It would definitely include nutrition option. Um, I wouldn't take a week off. That's not, you know, I, and I probably, depending on where you live in the world, I would probably, if necessary, start looking for a place to at, le- to at least, you know, use temporarily, rent, trade, anything if if you're totally outdoors and you feel like it, it's not working for you. Some people it works for, it and it works for fine. I mean, there's plenty of people who just do outdoor boot camps. So, yeah, I mean, you know... Those are probably the earliest things that I could think of. We, you know, we also used our, I don't know how this came about, but we, our very first boot camp had, what, eight people in it? Um, one of the original boot campers had become our, a boot camp trainer for us in a matter of a year or two, and she's still with us. Actually, she's pregnant mm. right now. She's having hey. a baby at the moment. But she was the original boot camper and has been a, a trainer with us for nine years or so and we went on to get her certification, CPR, and only does it part-time. She has a full-time job. And um, like I said, she's still with us. So that was not That's another great. She's
0: just a... Uh Suffering from the nine-month injury, she, it's a, <laughs> she, she's out just for a uh, for a little while, but she'll be back, I assume, right? <laughs> ah,
1: yeah, she she will be. She's very, very, very athletic. She kind of fell in love with the whole profession, you know. In other words, she became certified. Didn't give up her her job by any sense, by any stretch, but you know. I used to teach a couple classes a week. She was taking, you know, most of them. It, it, it was a win-win. We have uh, another boot camp instructor and somebody who's reliable, and we taught, we taught how to do them, you know, so it was a free thing. That's a whole other
0: topic right there too. Uh, We could go on for an hour just on uh, people that were once clients who get inspired and motivated, and then they decide they want to become trainers and they want to pass it. They want to pay it forward and help other people make the change, and fall in love with the the, uh, the industry and fall in love with the profession. That's a whole other topic. That's awesome. So. Um, we have just a few minutes left. This is amazing how fast the time goes by. I, I thought we would have a hard time filling up a half-hour show, and there's just you know like under eight minutes left. This is fantastic. We're gonna have to do an, an hour-long. We could go on for hours on every one of these topics. So it just shows you every how much there is. Uh, there's a lot of meat in there. And a lot of little training tips. Um, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but just a couple other quick questions, and then we're going to have to, we're going to, have to do a two-parter or a three-parter. On <laughs> um, this one, I want to ask you just because I think it's kind of funny. I hope you know what I'm, what I'm getting at here, but what's the most frequently asked question or request from personal trainers who want to start a boot camp or who are trying to improve their boot camp? And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you get a, we get a frequently asked question or a, a request from all of them. And uh, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I think I do. How do you market? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Can you touch on that just for maybe a minute or two or just, or a response whether, what what do you think about that question, first of all?
1: I, I actually think it's funny because it's too general. It, you know, it's like, it's like, just think of the most general question you could ask, like, how do you start a business? Well, the person trying to answer that is like, you're kidding me, right? You want me to tell you how to start a business in three sentences or less or a paragraph? Um, it's hard to answer that question because, it, like I said, it's too general. Um, if you're saying, you know, how do I, what do you find is the best or, you know, the cheapest marketing that works for you, that's even a little more specific. Then I could say, hey, I, you know, I tried Daily Deals. We did a coupon book. In my area, that worked very well. You know, it came out quarterly. We have a free newspaper. I could answer that. If you say how do you market your book? out. I don't know where to begin to answer that. <laughs> you know, that, I mean,
0: like the most general, the most general question in the in the universe. <laughs> not even a question, it's really, um, I guess, how about this then, you know, we should do an entire episode or six or maybe like, a. we could probably do three or four months of marketing just for boot camps and, and small group uh, training and personal training, but um, if you had to give a, like a brand new person one tip about marketing, how about that, one or two, you know, maybe tips, if I'm brand new, uh, and, or, or, I'm, or I'm stagnant, maybe I haven't, you know, done any marketing in a while and I'm kind of just doing the same old thing and I need some more clients. Maybe if you gave them a tip uh, on how to think about marketing or, or where to go first, uh, what, what would you say?
1: There's so many resources available online, and sometimes that becomes overwhelming too, but on the other side of that coin, there's a lot of, you know, interesting, insidious ways that really it doesn't seem like you're marketing. For instance, like if you were running a, if you put together a challenge or a transformation or a workshop on how to do something, whether it be nutrition or kettlebells or something, believe it or not, that's really marketing. Like it doesn't come across as your typical, oh, I'm going to mail postcards, um, or I'm going to run a daily deal, which is good marketing. I'm not, you know, a good idea rather, especially in the beginning. So I'll take that as tip two. Um, but, you know, if you if you're doing, you need to come up with some other way to, you know, bring in clients. Whether it's um, word of mouth with the clients you already have. So in other words, if you're running a, a workshop, not only are you giving your Clients' value. You're also, you know, allowing other people to come into this workshop. Their friends, their, you know, coworkers. The, you know, right there. That's enough. Their family, their friends, their coworkers. So you have a, a chance to bring in new members. You know, I like the plastic card idea too. I, I cut that short because I know we're, you know, free, we're not short on time here. I like the. You know the gift card thing. I really like that idea to give to your current members, to give to a friend or coworker
0: and just to clarify you're talking about you're talking about the uh, little plastic cards that look like gift cards they have a magnetic strip they look like a credit card almost or a gift card and they're uh they're plastic typically like not just a business not a little cardboard business card but a real good looking gift card and then you uh you hand it to your clients to give out and it gives maybe 50 bucks off your boot camp or 100 bucks off or 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 has some kind of a discount attached to it right something like that
1: Something like that. And then we also you could also do, um, you know, give away uh, your, your boot camp to somebody who's running a, a promotion or a charity that's doing something. There's You know, there's always somebody looking for a donation, whether it be a local high school sports team or um, some, some local charity who's running something, a couple of them have approached us, would you mind um, donating something? We put together little baskets from all hot, you know, from the more advanced thing, let's put together a basket, a little gift basket with something in it, obviously T-shirts, DVDs, and a, a free month of boot camp, all the way down to just the free month of boot camp. And that has brought in clients. So, you know, in the beginning, you've got to do some work. I mean, you have to really know your demographics in your area and, and do some kind of footwork. I mean, you know, it's not, they're not going to come to you, and there's no magic, uh, you know, involved in marketing. Some people have used signs, those little signs on the side of the road, and have used them. Oh, I've yeah. never used. Uh, so I can't really comment, but some people have used them successfully.
0: So well, we're going to have to do a whole episode on this stuff. So, <laughs> and and next time we we uh, we're going to have to have you back again. Maybe at some point, even talking about how you diversified your career. Perhaps I don't know. I mean, getting the most out of your boot camp business. I mean, you, you're obviously in the world. You're in the world of information marketing, all kinds of stuff. Is there any last uh, last sentence, last point you want to you want to leave for uh, for our, our show here today?
1: Well, oh, the last thing. Well, actually, the only thing I would like to touch upon, and we could do further shows, is the multiple streams of income, because I think boot camp trainers sometimes get single focus, single, you know, they're in one lane. We run boot camps, and we run boot camps only. Well then I say good luck because there's not, <laughs> it's really not going to be really hard, as they say. It's going to be hard to stay afloat and to have cash flow all the time coming in. You have to have multiple streams of income, and we could talk about that in another show because there's lots of different ways to get multiple streams of income.
0: Awesome thank you so much georgette. I really appreciate you being on the line and we'll see everybody on our next show. Thanks for joining us
1: okay you're welcome thank you
0: all right so that just uh finished our uh finished our show georgette Thank you so much for being on um i'm gonna rec- i i recorded that hopefully i'm gonna i'm gonna have to test it and see if it uh if it all worked but um uh, we're going to get that online, and we can add it to the blog. And I'm going to call you on my, uh, you know, on my phone direct instead of on the conference call in a second. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye.